Welcome to Elevating Brick and Mortar, a podcast about how operations and facilities drive brand performance. On today's episode, we talk with Marco Zanardi, president of Retail Institute Italy. Retail Institute Italy is a nonprofit association focused in the marketing at retail field. Their mission is to promote the culture of the point of purchase and retail business. Today, Marco will explain how to keep the attention of your audience, how to match your company's values to those of your customers, and what trends are emerging in the retail space. Want to rest easy knowing your brick and mortar locations are offering the best possible guest experience? Partner with Service Channel for peak facilities performance. Check out servicechannel.com today to learn more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. I am here today with Marco Zanardi, president of Retail Institute of Italy. Marco, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you very much. I appreciate your invite. Thank you. Thank you, Marco. So, Marco, you're the president of the Retail Institute of Italy, but can you tell me about your journey? How did you start and, and how did you end up in your current role? First of all, um, we have a yearly uh, journey. So, in that, in, during the year, we have different events. We are a content creator, so we can develop survey, we can develop a webinar, we can develop events, big events, small events, we can develop a business training, business training for retailers, for manufacturers, or for retail services solution provider. Yeah, but you know, I'd like to know about you, Marco. Like, what was your journey like getting yeah. to where you are? How did you join Retail Institute? Yes, of course. In Retail Institute, there are the election every four years. So uh, every four years we can have the opportunity to present ourselves to the um, audience. So I have presented myself with other, of course, competitors and all the audience has decided to elect myself for the next four years. So I, I am the president in charge yeah. and uh, I used to manage the association in Italy and, uh, of course, uh, combination with other association in Europe and also uh, with the US uh, point of sale. Got it. And were you always involved in the association and in retail specifically or, or did you join over the past you know few years no i was uh, uh, before i was vice president as retail institute and also i am an entrepreneur in the other side of my of my life i have a uh, retail design agency i oh. developed the uh, retail concept i used to develop big chain or small stores it depends the clients and we are connected with different international and local just an example, Vodafone is our client here in Italy. Love it. So tell me about the Retail Institute of Italy. Like, what is your North Star of the organization? What do you do? What's your main objective? And, you know, what is the kind of impact that you want to have in the retail landscape? Thank you very much for the question. It's relevant and appreciated. And we would like, as a purpose, to uh, have a long-term insights from our industry and for our members. So we would like to do the mid-term, the long-term, and the short-term. We would like to share with the retailer industry the news, we would like to discover the trends, we would like to produce content strategy and we would like to share with them uh, what's happening around the world. Just to have an idea, we have 14 cities around the world that we use to uh, monitor every week yeah. digitally and physically because we have there a lot of cool hunter or other uh, trend uh, analysts that gave us uh, insights directly from the region. So we are a sort of content creator, culture 
creator for the retail industry. We would like to share with the retail industry which are the directions they have to take or yeah. the, the opportunity to, to, to analyze. Then that's perfect. So what are your views of the retail landscape today? When you look at you know the global retail industry, what's your outlook? Do you have a positive outlook on retail in general? Or do you think that we need to do some significant transformation to help stay relevant as and also excel? Really awesome question. Thank you very much. Great question. Um, so we are we have two uh, two souls. In one side, we are totally positive because I would like to share with you in a couple of data. Uh, the global turnover uh, of the world is one hundred US trillion dollars. Wow. The retail industry has the weight around twenty eight US trillion dollars. So we are a big industry in the GDP worldwide. That's a big. Share. We have, yeah. we have a trend very interesting because until 2050, we have to uh, gain uh, 180 US trillion dollars about worldwide uh, GDP. And also the retail industry became more and more big. So we are, of course, in a positive environment. In the other side, of course, because you know the geopolitics, geoeconomy, there are a, a different problems about the uh, switch that we have from old economy to the sort of new economy. Right. We are more high in a hybrid economy, so digital and physical. We are in seven generations around the world, from the retired to the Gen Z, right. through the millennials, through the boomers, through the X generation. So, right. see this. It's very important to understand seven, I would like to sign with you, seven different generations around the world. So we have really uh, to understand the behavior, the consumer behavior through seven generations. That's pretty interesting. We have to all keep in mind that we're catering to. They all have different needs. They all have different outlooks. And it's very interesting, right? Because we're competing for mind space. We're competing to ensure that we connect with each generation in their own way because, you know, they all have a different expectation from the brands they love. Does your outlook change when you think about global brands? And then you can just narrow it down and look at Europe specifically because Europe is not just one culture, one kind of point of view. Then you kind of have to cater your values and what you're offering your consumer based on each country, right? What is, what's your outlook on that? Yeah, so we are, of course, in the retail Z-guest, the spirit of the time. We are in a hybrid situation because we have the technology that is running very fast and with an intensity very uh, tough. So we have also a lot of new generation. They have got the technology in so quickly way. You can guess, you can imagine your children. They are manage the tablet or the smartphone in a very quickly, fast way, in a very clever way. So we are in front of a very, how can I say, strategic shift. Yeah. In the other side, you can find also in Europe, in Asia, in Australia, in the US, North, South, etc. We can you can find a very relevant uh, impact from the mobile phone. The mobile phone is the new gate for information. By large, you have 85% of the sales that comes from, from the physical. So right. 
the bullet that the physical store is need to change. And the physical store need to change because, of course, the new generation, the globalization, the matching the different culture around the world, they would like to receive, of course, services in a quickly way. Just yeah. one bullet for, for all. Google said that if you have a website that doesn't answer in three seconds, the people leave your website. So just an example, if you are a Walmart and your website doesn't answer, doesn't respond, doesn't give the information in the slot, in the range between right. three and six seconds, you lose your final client. Last wow. but not the least, we, there is a very interesting uh, um, biotechnology uh, uh, research. The new generation, by large, has an attention between the 8 and 10 seconds. So right. they would like to receive your information physically or digitally by large seats in a range between 8 and 10 seconds. So you have to catch the attention for that. We are in an economy, in an attention economy, attention economy, yeah. because you have to get the attention of the your final clients, uh, generation, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, in 10 seconds. Yeah, we're competing for mind space, right? Somebody is looking at your site, they're in front of your store, you have a certain amount of time to grab their attention. And if you don't, they're gone and they might and they don't have to go somewhere else. They just don't have to do anything like they just can walk away. And and that's the challenge, which is like, how do you make, you know, your digital experiences respond fast enough to the consumer attention? You know, and, and how do you ensure that if you're someone who's in front of a store that the physical space is inviting and grabs your attention and says, come in, walk in, as opposed to just continuing to walk down the street. So all of that is connected. And what's interesting, uh, Mark, I was at the at Euroshop earlier this year where you and I met. And it's amazing to see all the different things that the innovation that is being tested to try and do exactly that, which is have this convergence of the digital experience, but in a physical environment. In the one example that I thought was fantastic is if you're going to buy wine right now, today, you just go and you into a store and there's thousand bottles of wine. But, you know, you have to look up on your mobile phone uh, about the wine, what it is, what it goes well with, where it's from, to like educate yourself. But some of the innovation that's, that I saw at the show was phenomenal in the sense that, you know, you're in front of a screen and depending on what you pick up, it showcases on the screen what the wine is, where it's from, what kind of food it pairs with, why you should like it. And immediately you're informing the customer about something that they have to then go and find. And now they don't have to because you're presenting it in a proactive environment. And now you've grabbed the attention of the consumer. When you think about all the C-level execs you interact with, like you meet a lot of C-level execs um, and you hold events where you got uh, leaders of these of these concepts and these brands coming and having conversations and having panels. Can you share with us what are the hot topics that they care about? What excites them? And what worries them? The new generation and the new leader are very, 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 I would like to underline, underline three times, yeah. a focus on the customer centricity to redesign uh, the retail environment because you can't maintain the same retail environment for your entire life. So you can't redesign a store every 15 years. You have a retail design cycle every three, four, five years. So means 
that you have to set up and you have to uh, have the ability to, um, how can I say, manage your your in-store. Just an example, the Nike store has to can manage through the digital signage, just an example, or through the digital communication, or through the physical communication. Every week, they have to insert in the store events. Walmart has developed the new uh, in-store activation for plus 3% uh, in respect to the last year. So, in comparison to the last year. So, you have to maintain the soul of your store at the level that your final customer would like to see. Because, as we told before, we have a sort of attention that uh, is very fragile. So, now the new generation and also the old generation are received a lot of, oh, an overwhelming of information and insights. So, if you wanted to get the information, the attention, the mindset of your client, you have to reset your install. The retail dynamic environment means new communication, new right. activity insights, new experiments. Daiki, just an example. They can do also not just automation, but they can do tests for your food. Which type of uh, uh, food do you have? In which way you can have the food or the shoes right for the sports that you do? That's right. And you, cool. yeah, you can analyze in details which type of shoes is the best for the style that you have. What I also hear you say is you have to adapt and keep improving. You, you you can't just have one design, one style, and then sit on it for 15 years and build the same type of store. You have to keep exploring, adapting, experimenting, because the consumer expectations and the consumer idea of what a retail environment is, is changing constantly. And the ones that are going to do well are the ones that are just continuously experimenting, improving, and, and also preserving what they already have, right? We are in a world more, of course, contaminated. We are in a world where the, 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 there are two billions of persons that um, bring the plane every year. Two billions. So we are eight billions in the world. So yeah. there, are, there is a share of person around the world in a very high quantity. So they see, they receive insights. They have a contamination from different cultures. They see a lot of insights from the media. So for that, their mind is changing every week. Yeah. Another point, we are more emotive. It's very relevant today. You can't just have a vision, a mission, and a marketing strategy. You have to share with the That's final right. client, which is your purpose, and they would like to see in your point of sales. You would like to see in store. They would like to see that you are engaged in a, in a brand operation and the brand um, strategy. So, just an example, they would like that you respect the area around your stores, that you would like that you respect That's and right. you have the, the wonderful facilities. Because today, as I told you, the level of the cognitive, emotional, and affective is rising every day. We are a new era. So, as I told you before, every every um, uh, generation would like to receive more attention today, through their statement, to their declaration, through their rights, in what they believe. Right. And they would like it. You believe on that what they believe. That's right. So, yes, I love that. With yes. passion, you have to put passion. I, I, I give you another point. The point of sales, as I told before, is not a transactional point. 
until I don't know five fifty years ago was was in that way. Now no. Now we are in a shopping area. In a shopping area means that I would like to stay in a beautiful environment that feel myself very 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 comfortable with the with the place with the brands. And for that, if you display this, you can receive the loyalty from the client because it's That's true. Right. You can receive because just an example: Woodford Market, Nike, Nike is growing in every every year, of course, for the product, but not just for the product. They can stay with the old uh, approach, with the old mindset. They have to change. They have to reconnect with the new society. The society is changing, as I told you, every day, every week, every year. So That's that's 100% right. Consumers today expect that their brands stand for something, right? You can't just have a great product. It's not enough. You have to do the right thing. You have to have some beliefs as a company because that will invoke sentiment. That will invoke loyalty. You mentioned about sustainability. Companies have to have clear goals as it relates to ESG and they have to execute. It can't, they just can't greenwash it. Sustainability is a real, real issue in, in the sense that if we don't do things in a sustainable way, we're going to have a massive crisis, even more than we already have today. This is already happening. It's already here. Um, I'd love to hear from you about the crisis that's happening in, in Europe right now, because there's an energy crisis there. Brands are, are taking action in Europe more ahead of the curve, if you may, than I think brands around the world. So I'd love to hear on what you're seeing brands do to get ahead of it and to do things in the right way and to be more sustainable from how we build, how we manufacture and how we maintain, so on and so forth. So means that you have to manage the values, you have to manage the consumer image, the brand image, you have to manage, of course, right. the services, you have to manage your environment that, that is in line with your values. So you can't speak in one in one hand in one way and in the other hand you do another point to another two. Right. No, for the new generation, it's not more acceptable this type of approach because they have comparison. We have more information. We are not in a low or scarcity information. So we can match. So they right. can match Adidas and Nike. And also it's relevant to gather data because we can gather a lot of data from a lot of different customers because you have a lot of millions of persons, people that come inside your store. So you can gather from store analytics, uh, through interview, from your store associates. You can gather day by day insights from your products, services, marketing insights, brands, sustainability approach, um, uh, ex-post or post-store services, nudging, nurturing, drive to store. In which way can I explain if you don't know, if you are not a geek, if you are not a technology nerd, just an example, in which way I can (laughs) teach to you to set your email. In which way can I please right. brands help me because I'm not able to set my email or to download the WhatsApp or I don't know, the Telegram or whatever you want, just an example. So that's what I mean right. about advice, companion in New York City. In every exhibition that you can you, you can do or you can go, you can um, 
listen from different speakers or different uh, research company, yeah. etc., that you have to do a lot of training to your store manager, to your store uh, assistants, because they, they are the first relevant technology between your customer and your brand. That's why they yes. have to manage the technology. They have to understand right. the chat GPT, right. but in store, because I told you 85% of the sales comes from the physical store. So the physical yes. store is yes. just influenced from the digital environment, not vice versa. So you have to manage. Right. I was with the fashion company last week, and they would like to insert to put ChatGPT in in a, to, to the storefront to uh, how can I say enhance the store manager approach. But they would like to training because ChatGPT is a resource, but it's also a wrong resource because you can receive not the right information for ChatGPT. GPT GPT is not a right. goal. It's just a, a clever a clever PC. It's a artificial intelligence you know what i mean so you have to manage you have to understand which type of answer and feedback chat gpt gives to you and just if you are a very how can i say trained retail manager you can manage the technology in store and you can give to the final client the right service hey i'm your host sid shetty and i hope you're enjoying this conversation so far To make sure you're up to date and have access to all our episodes, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Also, if you have thoughts, comments, or questions, be sure to follow Service Channel on LinkedIn so you can be part of our community of like-minded folks, as well as have access to a lot of other great content. Feel free to also connect and follow me on LinkedIn. I'm your host, Sid Shetty, and now back to the show. It's going to be amazing to see, one, how ChatGPT kind of changes the world of AI. And it's going to be interesting to see how brands leverage AI going forward to augment the customer experience. You can't lose the human element. You have to leverage the new technology in the the AI to actually make it easier for you to deliver the best kind of customer experience you want. Totally agree. 110% with you. That's another framework, another mindset that the C level and also the BA level, so the other level of the organization, they have to understand you have to teach to, to, to train your managers in store to manage, to enhance their ability to the final customer. If I can store your fit details for me it's a very an advantage it's a competitive advantage because i can remember you when you come again i can say hello sister how are you blah 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 blah, blah. so that's the, the, the points so services we are now shifting a little bit not 100 from gdl good dominant logic so the logic dominant on the on the goods to Service dominant logic. The acronym is SDL. So means just an example. Apple. You have to give more services because the products are expected. The products are expected. Mm, interesting. Yeah, exactly. Services, right. services. Also Sky. Also a lot of uh, uh, Netflix. Uh, I can I can share with you thousands of of uh, cases. Uh, business modeling that are surviving. Also Walmart. Also Kruger. Also Adidas. Also Nike. A lot of store brands or retail brands have to share their experience through the technology. 
because the, the final client would like to receive the service. Please teach to me, and that way I can do, I That's can right. do my loyalty. I can share with you my stickiness. Absolutely. Uh, Marco, let's, let's pivot a little bit. You talk about two concepts that I'd like to get your thoughts on. One is you talk about the concept of the retail loop. I'd, I'd love to understand what that means. And you also say retailers today must also become publishers. Can you explain that as well? Wow. Beautiful, it's a beautiful question. I love you very deeply. <laughs> because the retail now is, as I told you before, it's not a transactional point. So as an experience point, as a shop uh, point, you have to engage the client before the, the client, clients, personas, as you want, because today the digital influence the physical environment. Just an example, we would like to find through Google a lot of information before to go inside. We would like to have uh, some ideas about my, I don't know, fridge before to come in to, to Best Buy, just to have an idea. So right. it's relevant that as retail marketing, I can start from home to share my information so I can share through retail media. That is one of the new frontier that we have, your social your same sales, so the search engine optimization, so the, the technical, the some market marketing techniques that able to you to find your customer from home and drive to store. You can share with them that there is some promotion, that there are some events. So in that way, you can engage the client before from the, the, the home to your point of sales. When they are in store, you have to manage their in-store. So in physical way, through events, through experience, through VR, metaverse in-store, whatever you want, physical or digital way or hybrid way, but you can enhance their emotional engaging with your brand. And after that, when the final customer jumped to home or for leisure time, you can also follow them mm. with the, just an example, with nudging, with the nurturings. We are changing the approach because, as I told you, we are in a retail brand. We need to, to share more content. So we have to become more a brand journalist. We have to share uh, some uh, details about our statement. Just an example, Samsung has, uh, is talking about the balance between uh, your private life and your uh, work life, yeah. the work-life balance to manage in the right way. So they don't want that you have some problem about to, how can I say, to manage a lot your mobile. So it's a, uh, how can I say, the detox approach, just to have an idea. In the other side, there are a lot of retailers that are suggesting uh, the way that you can um, bring your foods uh, in different way and to, um, how can I say, to manage all the uh, pipeline the food. So you can also buy a yogurt two days or one day before the, the yogurt uh, um, will um, will die, will die because the date of expiring date is coming. So that's in a, susten in a sustainability way. So I have to teach, to share with the final client through a brand journalist, through yeah. content, not just through some bullets. Bullets is just through the managers, but just seeds as, as final client. I have to share with Sid stories, storytelling. I have to share a notice. I have to share, uh, of course, emotional side, but also cognitive sides. In Japan, there are some retailers that are, that are explain, explaining to the final customer in which way to have to manage the banana 
process from the early stage to the maturity stage. Because in that way, you can manage the bananas or the fruits at your home. See, yes. you know yeah. what I mean. Right. That's a new retail. As the retail is a service-oriented uh, brand and has more content, more sharing information in detail and elevate the culture of final crime. Because as I told you, not all the client has the same level and the same interest, of course, to follow everything because they probably has uh, some passion, I don't know, in martial art and not <laughs> and not in uh, to understand the, the bananas life cycle. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, Now, that makes total sense. I love it. I love it. It's a journey. The transaction doesn't stop at sale. Exactly. It continues. And, exactly. and the relationship you have with your consumer has to not just be about the transaction. It has to be about educating them. Exactly. Like you said, the storytelling, giving them the opportunity to understand what to do with the banana too. Like not, don't just sell them the banana. Tell them that they can make banana bread with it, right? Exactly. That's right. That's true, Sid. That's true, I believe, because I'm, I have passion on my work and I know very well that a lot of service that you can do for different research companies, Forrester, Kantar, Nielsen, IRI, whatever you want, they all say that you have to manage to bring your client before to go in store, in store, out of store, to share with them culture, to share with them storytelling. Italy in US is a case of um, success because they explain the Italian products, the Parmigiano Reggiano, where, where is the just an example, or mozzarella, or pizza, or spaghetti, whatever you want. But in that way, because the final client can understand which are the origins, the history of that, because in that way also they can share with the friends, with the family, this type of story. So you have to talk with your kind, and that kind give you an answer. So for that, you can also manage the data through the social listening, just an example, because they are talking about the social, about my store. Oh, my store associates has given to me a new receipt and I have uh, shared with my friends this evening everything was well blah 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 blah, blah, blah. so it's a, 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 it's a very how can you say stickiness strategy yeah it's a sort of black hole strategy you know what I mean in astrophysics black hole is uh, an energy that can get you after that they can maintain you in the hole <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I, I get it. I get it for sure. Marco, let, let's let's um, talk about the future, right? When you look at wow. the future and you look at what's going to happen and the outlook for the next three to five years and beyond, what excites you? What should we be conscious of? Because it's important the data-driven and it's important the forecasting and the forecast. So the data, relevant. You have, you must have. No, you have to have. You must have. Because it's relevant, as we told until now, to understand your final client, to manage, and through the data you can to improve the daily operation. You can more efficient and efficacy. But you can stay just in this closed theory, because from the data you have the experience done. What Sid did yesterday, two days ago, wonderful. But you have also to project to, to put in the midterm the vision of seed. Just an example for all the audience. All the generation would like that the store became more sustainability, more sustainable. That's a mega trend that you have in front of your brands for right. the next 10 years. Right. So in which way can I set up, of course, design and after that set up and display a mid-long-term sustainable strategy? 
Just an example, IKEA, with Singularity University, that is a particular university based in US and Houston, uh, they have managed a point of sales, a new generation of point of sales. They did one experiment in Austria, in Vienna, and then with no park inside, with just trees inside, with a lot of services at all. So just to understand in which way the customer can appreciate the mid-long-term, because you can't do every day the same. Just I would like to put the banana in one side, in the other side, another banana or tomato, and they can change the tomato side. Okay, it's a merchandising environment. Wonderful. But you have to understand through the four sides that are some techniques that able to you to understand which are the trends in the mid-long term. I told you sustainability. Social sustainability is another point. Content strategy. A lot of uh, digital strategies says that through the content you can manage the audience and you can drive to store the audience. So you have to understand in the mid-long term which type of environment, the design you have to set up services, the facility services, not just the daily operation. So from my perspective, we will have a less old point of sales, a new generation of point of sales with insight and a lot of experience. Yeah. Because the final client would like to have experience. Just an example for all. In Verizon Store, just an example, you can receive now a signature on your on your phone. That's a good point because the, 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 cast, the final customer would like to have a mobile phone personalized, not customized. It's different. Yes. Customized when you have a group of similars. Personalized is just for seat. Yes, yes. The seat on my mobile phone. You know what it yes. means? Yes. So for that, you have to implement this type of uh, Sephora is saying is doing this type of personalization. So you have to implement a new generation of stores, this type of personalization, because you have also to do an organizational uh, process to answer to the final client uh, requirements. So for that, I suggest, from my perspective, three dimensions. In one side, forecast, data, 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 data. Data from digital, data from storing sites, data from computer vision, data from social, data from everything, from mobile, uh, um, flow, people flows, etc. In the other side, flow for, um, for sites. That means to scan the medium long term. And another example, the quantum computing that a lot of retailers doesn't mind or doesn't know, uh, it arrives in eight years. So you have to understand, first of all, what is <laughs> quantum computing and what does quantum computing, first of all. Because after that, after your um, uh, mind setting about that, you can deploy in the organization a quantum path. And last but not the least, the anticipation. So if in one year I will have a, a quantum computing, I have to set up a backwards from eight years to until to today, so in which way I will be future-proof, operative in eight years with quantum? You have to set up your IT, your IT environment, your people. You have to train your people to have a mindset in the culture, what it means shift from the actual PC, um, um, actual code, to the quantum code. So to qubit code, it's a different type of approach to the, uh, to the, to the, to the IT. So... 
that's really the one from my perspective. That's amazing. I mean, I see you're very passionate about that topic to the point where, from what I understand, you're getting your PhD. Congratulations, by the way. And you're working on this very topic, right? Can you can you talk a little, little bit about the thesis of your PhD? Um, no, I'm running the, the, the thesis about corporate foresights in retail. So I'm focused because I'm, I used to work in a retail environment, a retail industry. So I'm focused in which way the retailers, all the retailers, not just uh, manufacturers or from pure retailers or digital retailers or whatever, in every categories, in which way they have to understand uh, um, the new competitive advantages. Just an example for all, because I know that a lot of audience would like to understand. If Amazon was just a library and Amazon was just following the data, Amazon uh, would have just a beautiful library. Right. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Amazon has understood through the foresight that they have the they have had the necessity or the needs to develop the AWS. That's right. So through the foresight, you can scan the environment and you can understand which will be the competitive advantages for you. Just an example, through the political insights, through the social insights, through the competitive insights, through the technology insights. There are a lot of wheel that can help you to understand the macro environment, not just the micro environment, yeah. not just the merchandising, but the macro environment around you and in which way you can mm, choose the possible future or the preferable future for your brands. Because just an example, not all the brands can adopt the technology that Walmart can adopt. Of course, Walmart is a giant, but probably if you are a medium retailer, you can adopt a sustainability strategy. Just an example. You can adopt a sort of recycle strategy. You can adopt a new, just an example, energy management in your facility through the panel. So the corporate foresight help to understand the competitive advantage in your corporate strategy, in your processes, in your innovation. So which type of product you have to launch if you are a private label in your corporate strategy retail, which, which type of private label you have to launch in the future. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I love it. I wish you the very best, Marco, with that. Let's, let's end with a, with a fun question, Marco. Putting your consumer hat on, what brand is your favorite? Like, what is your go-to brand that, that you think pulls on your heartstrings and, and gets a lot of loyalty from you and your family? From my perspective, I love Apple because, from my perspective, Apple serves the final client. They have, uh, how can you say, in their mind, the customer experience. They have in their mind the services. Just an example, you can receive from Apple all the updating in your software without any problem. So you don't have to manage your mm, software through yourself. Of course, it's a beautiful also because we are not all equal in the world. So just an example, Sid loves Samsung or Huawei or I don't know, other brands in any case, because probably you are more nerd than, than me or more geek than, than me and you like. But from my perspective, I love to receive insights, advising for the brand, also from Nike, also from Best Buy. Best Buy goes to your home to understand which type of monitor you have and you would like and you could have and you should have in your, in your at your home. Because probably you don't know that you are bringing, I don't know, a too big monitor and probably for your space, for your uh, divano, sofa or something like that. Yeah. We are in a world service-based. I love it. That's fantastic. Well, Marco, this is a fantastic conversation. I truly, truly appreciate it. 
That was Marco Zanardi, president of Retail Institute of Italy. What is abundantly clear from our conversation is that brands today understand that they're all competing for consumer attention and loyalty. And the way to gain this is to not only give them great experiences, but also to build a relationship with them, not just up to the point of sale, but also beyond with personalization, great service, but also doing the right thing, being responsible, having values they can resonate with. Some brands are doing this successfully already today, and some are going to have to just figure this out to stay relevant and to stay on top. With that, I'm your host, Sid Shetty, and I'll see you on the next episode of Elevating Brick and Mortar. Service Channel brings you peace of mind through peak facilities performance. Rest easy knowing your locations are offering the best possible guest experience, living up to brand standards, and operating with minimal downtime. Service Channel partners with more than 500 leading brands globally to provide visibility across operations, the flexibility to grow and adapt to consumer expectations, and accelerated performance from their asset fleet and service providers. Get to know us at servicechannel.com.